Hello, welcome to Prince Track by Track. I'm your host Darren, and today we're going to be talking about Vavoom from the Chopper Invasion, recorded in 2000 at Paisley Park and released on the 15th of November 2001. Um, I think as part of the MPG Music Club number 10, I'm going to say. Uh, on the track, uh, it is just Prince, and it is 4 minutes 37 uh, on the Chopper Invasion version. The original version was only 4 minutes and 5. Prince just added more vavooms uh, to the whole affair to lengthen it out by another 30 seconds. Joining me to talk about today is Josh Hollis. Hello, Josh. Hello. Thanks for having me back. I feel like as like a genre, I don't know, because the weird thing is Prince kind of goes through this. It's, you know, it's like got a bit of a steady tempo. It's kind of produced, it has this kind of early 2000s sound that, you know, Prince kind of did anyway. Kind of like a, not really a drum machine, but just like a very simple beat. You know, a little bit of kind of, um, you know, kind of keyboard, a little bit of guitar. Nothing like too kind of spectacular. Um, but in terms of the lyrics, <laughs> Prince keeps saying the words vavavoom throughout the entire song. Like, I don't know, hundreds of times. Um, you know, by the end of it, it kind of, I mean, not that the words vavavoom really meant anything, but by the end of the song, really, they don't mean anything at all. Um, and you know, Prince just kind of. So I don't know. I don't know what kind of genre the song really is in because it's. It feels like Prince is trying to like tell a story, um, but it also sounds like he's trying to pick someone up. Well, so. with the, with all the rhyming that's happening, I'd say it's like a nursery rhyme. Um, it, it's. I I wanted to know why it's called Vavoom and not Vavavoom because that's what he says throughout the majority of the song there's never just a vavoom moment um did he just not want to waste that extra syllable in the title or i, I was very curious about this as i was listening to it i was like oh it's it's vavavoom and that's what i was searching for it uh, as when i was looking to listen to the song i kept looking for vavavoom and nothing was coming up and i was like why is this not obviously popping up and then i realized what the song was but yeah he he says that phrase over and over and over again. So it is kind of one of those things where it doesn't mean anything once it's done. And he tries to find as many words as he can that rhyme with Vavavoom to throw <laughs> into this song. He doesn't start off doing the rhyming, though. He kind of, he starts off telling this story of, you know, with you, I can be an animal. With you, I can get a ride. With you, I don't have to comb my hair. Uh, it's true, I just let it fly. Uh, around this time, Prince did have his hair. He had his hair... Um, uh, kind of very relaxed and straightened, uh, but also like fairly big. Um, there's a couple of videos that are not from directly this year, but there's a couple of years after where you see Prince's hair and he's got it in like a bunch of like little tiny pigtails. And it's, a, I don't know, it's probably the worst hairstyle he ever had. <laughs> so, but like the idea that he's not combing his hair and he's just letting it fly. It can't, I mean, that's to me, that would never be like, I can't imagine Prince ever doing that. I can't imagine ever Prince like waking up and being like, just call the hairstylist and tell him not to bother today. Like, I just don't I don't see that being a thing that Prince would ever do. No, Prince, Prince has this. Yeah, Prince has this this aura and, and vibe about him that he's always like extremely put together. Like he I mean, this this might sound dismissive, but I don't mean it this way but prince is the the kind of person who would like really fuss over his hair and appearance and then hop back into bed to take a uh an instagram photo and hashtag it woke up like this i mean he's <laughs> he's very well put together all the time so yeah, yeah the fact that he's uh, maybe it, maybe that's saying something about the person that he's singing to that he is so comfortable that he doesn't have to do that he doesn't have to put on that 
like I don't want to say costume because that is what Prince was. Like he liked doing those things. I I uh, uh, assume. Yeah. But like maybe he's talking about how comfortable he is with this person that he can just essentially let his hair down and not be so put together. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, you know, obviously on pa- Paisley Park, he had like, you know, um, I think it was uh, two people, two costumers that just made his clothes every single day. Um, <laughs> and he had at least one hairstylist put, like permanently on staff. Um, so the idea of him, you know, waking up like this is just ne- it's never going to happen. Like as soon as he wakes up, I'm almost certain the hairstylist is right in there. Um, yeah. But yeah. So I guess it, it is more of a commentary of the fact that he's so comfortable. Um, you know, that he's, he's, he's willing to kind of, uh, you know, let his hair down a little bit. Um, although this is a very long way of him saying, I'm going to let my hair down where he says, I don't have to hair, let my, <laughs> I don't have to comb my hair. I just let it fly. Um, and then we get the va-va-vooms, um, and you know, va-va-voom, 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 like so many times va-va-voom. Um, you know, it's funny cause there was actually a song by, I think Nicki Minaj later on that was called va-va-voom. Um, yeah. you know, and there was, I'm trying to remember which car company it was, I th- I'm, oh, but there was a car company that used Vavavoom as its like slogan. So maybe he didn't want to be associated with the car company. Ah, uh, that makes using sense. It. So, you know, he, he was kind of like maybe just using Vavoom instead. Um, you know, so, uh, I'm trying to remember what the, the car company was. I think it might've been Renault. Um, where they they kind of they would talk about how they had vavavoom. That makes sense because it sounds like a kind of French phrase, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> so you know, uh, but yeah. So you know, he he continues to paint this picture where he says, you know, let's do it like when we when I first met you. Uh, if it's cool this time, I'll come inside. Uh, yeah, I, uh, there's some definitely some double entendreing happening there. <laughs> Even though you can read that one way, he says, stop through, we can start in the swimming pool. So it sounds like when he says come inside, he means go into their, you know, their their, their mansion or whatever. Um, and then, of course, he says, ooh, you, this is going to be the best time. <laughs> I mean, I know that Prince was uh, a very um, a sexualized person. He had a very sexualized persona. But... This is going to be the best time. Sounds like a thing that a person who's never had sex says about sex. Like, <laughs> this is going to be the best time. <laughs> well, I, I th- it's funny actually because there are there are there are many Prince songs where, uh, when he's talking about sex, the the, the way he frames it is always, um, I, I am going to be the best you've ever had, or this is going to be the best you've ever had. Like he, like he, that that's how he always fra- like sex is never for Prince. It's never like. Uh, you know, just a mediocre experience. It's always, it's always going to be the best you've ever had. Like that is literally Prince's selling point. So the fact that when he's like, I mean, even here, that seems to be toning it down a little bit. Where it's like, this is going to be the best time. He's not saying the best you've ever had. It's, it's just going to be the best time. Um, you know, but then he could also be saying that you know, when they're in the swimming pool, that's the best time to begin. You know, like it could be a matter of not just being the best time, as in you no, know, no, 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 no. That's that's the perfect place to get a yeast infection. That's a terrible place to start, Prince. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Prince would have a you know a properly chlorinated swimming pool. Like, <laughs> it feels, it feels this like... pool is this pool is pH balanced to prevent <laughs> yeast infections. Well, I you know I, I think Prince is the kind of person who would have those extra details. I'm sure he'd have like a swimming pool guy who'd be <laughs> testing it every single day. To be like, yep, the pH is exactly balanced, Prince. You can you can go for a swim now. Um, <laughs> Perfect. You know, put on put on. I'm assuming a purple embroidered swimming cap um, to protect <laughs> your hair. Um, yeah. So we kind of go back to the chorus again. Vavavoom, vavavoom, <laughs> and then he even does like a little kind of a little squeal in between, and then goes back to some vavavooms. 
Um, and then this is where we get into to the rhyming. Um, you know, and I, I, it's weird because Prince, for some reason, uh, I don't know why, but there are at least three or four songs where he describes sexual encounters that take place in hotel rooms. And I don't know why, but he seems to think that hotel rooms are some kind of romantic destination <laughs> rather than a place where there's just like a bed and a desk and a lamp and you just want to go to sleep because you're traveling somewhere in the morning. Like, Well, well, that's that's the thing with Prince. Like for him, I I sort of buy it. Like I can buy that if Prince says, I'm going to take you to a hotel room, this is going to be like a nice hotel room and it's going to be a sexy time. Yeah. But like if... If some random guy said, hey, let's go back to the Motel 6, it's probably not, doesn't have the same vibe to it. Uh, Prince was notorious as well when he was on tour. Um, when he would stay at hotels, he would request that the room he was staying in, um, first of all, it had to be, you know, one of the penthouse, you know, uh, you know, suites. It would always, you know, Prince is not staying anywhere below the top floor of any hotel. Um, of course, yeah. But also, he, he, there was a few riders that came out in like the early '90s where his demands were that you know the room had to have the walls repainted purple and all the bed linen had to be changed so it was like white silk and like he had to have like these heavy curtains fit so that no one could see in and you know all the light bulbs had to be changed so that they were a lower wattage and like he had all these demands so that basically every hotel room he went into was literally exactly like how Prince wanted it. Um, and then also when he left, he wouldn't pay for them to put the room back. He would just be like, that's it. You've got a bunch of white linen now and a couple of doves flying around in there. That's it. It's That's a hotel room by Prince now. I'm off. Uh, I've got another hotel to go ruin. Um, so, yeah. So I'm guessing that once you get back to Prince's hotel room, it is a very specific experience that he's bringing. Um, <laughs> yeah. This, this part, too, um, I listened to the song uh, first, like, without looking at the lyrics. And when I initially listened to it, uh, when he said the hotel room line, and then the next line in the song is like, afternoon, seven days with a tale to share. I thought he said seven maids with a tale to share. <laughs> and I was like, oh boy, this is some exciting evening that Prince has had in this hotel. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I mean, he, let's start with the rhymes because he says black balloons. Uh, he does actually say vavoom here, not vavavoom. Um, angel food and an urge to dare. Uh, hotel room, no, I don't care. Afternoon, seven days with a tale to share. Vava voom, everybody get down. Your body spared. So, <laughs> so <laughs> that's. <laughs> I've spared you this time. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess. I guess he's saying they're going to go back to the hotel room and stay there for seven days. Uh, which I mean, I, I you'd have to feel that Prince would have the stamina for seven days. Um. You know, of of, of black balloons and angel food. Um, and an urge to dare, which I, I love that phrase because it's like, dare to do what? I don't know. Like Prince, you know, we've already got the black balloons up and, and angel food, uh, which I'm not even quite sure what he's referring to when he says angel food. But I think he's I think he's talking about the well, there is a I don't know if you have this in the, the UK, but there is angel food cake, which is this really sort of soft. Uh, it's this really soft kind of um it's a weird cake that this is not probably the best way to describe it, but to me, it sort of has a a cake. It's like a cake mixed with cotton candy consistency because it's sort of melty and it does that thing where it it kind of sticks and compresses when you eat it. It's very hard to describe, but if you've ever had angel food cake, you know what I'm talking about, and that is what I thought he was talking about, which is, makes it even stranger that he is talking about black balloons and angel food cake. I think at this point Prince was, uh, I think he was vegetarian, certainly. I think maybe he might have even been vegan. 
Um, so I, I guess maybe that fits with, um, I, I don't know, I'm, I mean, unless, I mean, is there eggs in that cake? Probably not. He's probably not going to eat it if there's going to be eggs in there, so. Maybe. Um, or maybe he's doing, like, the whole, like, angel food, like, the ambrosia, the food of the gods kind of thing. Which is funny because, there, you know, um, over here there is um, tinned rice, which is called ambrosia. Um, <laughs> so not really the food of the gods, just like rice pudding. So... <laughs> He's either talking about a weird American cake or rice pudding from yeah. the UK. <laughs> well, I mean, he, at this time, he still, I think, had a shop in London. So he'd visited oh, over here a few times. So maybe he's talking about it. But yeah, I, I mean, I think at this point, it's just kind of, th- it seems to be things that he's just trying to make, you know, rhyme. Um, and again, like maybe angel food is maybe trying to paint this person that he's with as an angel. And so it's like whatever food she eats is angel food. Like, you know, you don't know. Like maybe Prince is trying to get a bit romantic. But the thing is, the production of this song doesn't feel like Prince is getting romantic. It's no. like so it, 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 that wouldn't really kind of fit. Um, but yeah, and then we mostly kind of get the chorus for the rest of the song with, you know, the kind of the restatement of, you know, I can be an animal. I can get a ride. Um, and then he's, you know, he kind of says, come on, baby, uh, come on, come on, get a ride, baby, is his final kind of sentiment <laughs> before we have some more va va uh to finish the song out. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's not a long song. It's only like four and a half minutes. So um, I don't feel it like overstays its welcome or anything. And it, it feels kind of more playful, um, you know, than some of some of the stuff that was going on around this time for Prince. Um, you know, he's like his marriage to Maite had kind of fallen apart. Um, you know, he hadn't quite yet converted to being a, a, a Jehovah's Witness, um, you know, and he hadn't met his second wife. So I, I feel like there's this kind of brief period of about 18 months where Prince was kind of like single. And this feels like the song of, you know, a single Prince, you know, like this whole the invitation to kind of, you know, come to his hotel room and, you know, do whatever they dare. And he's going to spare this person's body. Like, <laughs> this, 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 yeah. this kind of feels like something that Prince would record while he's single. Um in a couple of years' time, he's got songs where he's talking about how much, you know, he he you know he can't bear to be away from his wife for more than three hours and stuff. So it gets very kind. It kind of becomes more obvious that he's married in a few years' time. But here, this does this does kind of feel like a little bit of a throwback for Prince, um, you know. And like I said, I mean, there's not a huge like there's not like any kind of message or or anything in here. This is just Prince inviting someone to come and have fun in his hotel room. Uh, which I feel fits with people's view of what they think of when they think of Prince, you know, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. I, which I believe was a Raymond Carver short story collection. Uh, what we think about Prince, you know, I like that. I like that joke. Nice job. Which is kind of this highly sexualized person, you know, who I mean, at the start, he, you know, he's saying, you know, stuff like that. The fact that he's saying he's comfortable with this person that he doesn't have to comb his hair. You know, that again, that's that's something that Prince would do in his songs where he would say with others, I didn't do this, but with you, I can do this. And, you know, if it, to me, it feels a little bit like a line. But, you know, I, from coming from Prince, I feel like restating these lyrics in my voice doesn't bring across the sensuality that Prince <laughs> embodies, um, you know, in the lyrics. So when Prince is singing, you know, we can start in the swimming pool. That seems slightly more sexual than when I say it, which, you know, when I say uh, it, oh, it yeah, seems, yeah, yeah. you know, more like when, a health hazard. When I th- I think when any normal person uh, reads Prince lyrics, you have to ratchet up the sensuality like <laughs> at least 25 to 30 percent, you know, above the, their normal speaking voice to get what Prince is going for. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, for me, I would say probably uh, just a three out of five. Like this is it's a fun track, um, but I don't I don't feel the problem with Chocolate Invasion is it's not really an album. It's just a collection of songs that Prince released kind of between, you know, 2000 and 2002. Um, and so there's no real kind of kind of coherence to them. 
and so they do kind of end up feeling a little bit like just you know like what they are which is just single songs that prince recorded and put out um so you know it's not like there's an overall theme to the album um and i think sometimes when you just listen to the songs individually they do kind of feel a little bit kind of lost and you know it do, it does kind of just feel like prince messing about a little bit like the stuff that he did for the mpg music club was just stuff that he released as mp3s and you know they weren't meant to be on albums they weren't really released as singles so it was just kind of prince having fun and i feel like that's what this song sounds like it just sounds like prince on an afternoon kind of a little bit bored and he's like well you know let's just record let's let's come up with a nonsense phrase and let's just say it over and over again and see if we can get a song out of that and you know, three and a, you know, four minutes, three and a half minutes later, there we are, vavavoom. Yeah, I, I think that's, uh, I think that's a fair rating. That's what I'm going to go with as well. I think three out of five is fair. It's, it's sort of a, um, pretty, you know, I guess I wouldn't say middle of the road, but it's, it's a really sort of simple, straightforward song, and you know, doesn't like doesn't go like doesn't reach for any heights or doesn't do anything like unusual so yeah i think three out of five is fair prince only ever performed this song once on the 8th of july 2000 um in a show that started with baby nose and golden parachute uh, and it also featured the song come on and poom poom and then you had vavavoom and Northside, and uh, it was you know roughly about uh, an hour and a half um, just at uh, Paisley Park. It was just a performance of Paisley Park. Prince had a habit of doing this in 2000, 2001, just, you know, having very cheap gigs at Paisley Park. Uh, the, the price for this concert apparently was only $7. Um, so, you know, pay $7, you get Prince performing seven songs, and then you go home. So that feels that feels like a bargain. That's crazy. That's a very good deal. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I, to me, that feels like, you know, you'd be like, okay, this, you know, after like an hour and a half, Prince is like, that's it, we're done. And you'd be like, this is great. I just got to watch Prince sing the words Vavavoom over and over again for four minutes. <laughs> um, and he never he never performed the song ever again. Uh, which I feel is fitting, like, you know, just one performance and then that's it. Prince is out. He's like, that's it. I've, the following year, he basically had met his wife. And so, so I guess, you know, once Prince was kind of married again, you know, performing songs called Vavoom probably didn't, wasn't really on the horizon. He's, you know, he's like. No, I think he, I think he never performed it again because the one time that he did perform it, everyone went mad hearing Vavavoom <laughs> over and over again. And he's like, I cannot unleash that on the world anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. So by the end of it, everyone was like, we don't want to hear these words ever again. And Prince is like, OK, this is it. Final performance. Never doing it again. Um, so, yeah, I feel like we said about as much as Vavoom as anyone's ever going to say. So uh, let's go to plugs. Is there anything that you wish to plug, Josh? Absolutely. Um, I have a podcast with my good friend Brian Skinner called PredictoCast. We watch the first 10 minutes of a movie we know nothing about and then try to predict what happens Next, you can find us wherever you get podcasts or at predictocast.com. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast. Or you can email us, not sure where you would, at track at gmail.com. Thanks once more for being my guest here, Josh. Thank you very much for having me. And otherwise, va-va-voom. Va-va-voom! Megan is thrown. Oh, yeah. <laughs>